Welcome to a different view Halloween special. Demon Warrior, Ms. Christina Nelson. Hey guys, that was me on that motorcycle taking home. the hell out of one scary place being. Who the hell was that walking? I have no idea. But you, I can't find Bear. It's dark. I don't know where she went. Oh, Bear, where are you? She probably a nap. She could drop it on a dime and take a nap. Bear. That's what bears do. Somebody leave me. She don't have my back. Where's Bear? Where's Bear? Or is it the fact that 
people can go out and be anything or anyone that they choose to be for one day out of the year. With absolutely. So what was your favorite costume? What what did you when you were younger? What was your favorite costume? Or even now, what was your favorite well, costume? Right now, my my favorite costume. And I'm telling you, I've got it down, you guys, and I'm actually I've uh, been working on it, and it's gonna be so exciting. But I'm gonna be Bear Medicine Walker. So yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty freaking scary. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God, you're so bad. I know, right? Well, I used to be werewolf. That was my thing from the time I was young. And I was in theater and I learned um, the way to apply the latex and all that stuff. And I used to go in and, and actually it took me like four hours. And I'd have pointy ears and I'd have the wolf nose. And I had all kinds of hair that I adhered over my face and my neck and my arms and my hands. And uh, I used to go around scaring the crap out of everybody. I loved it. Used to win costume contests with it. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. You know, that was my alter ego for Halloween. So, yeah, that's cool. What else do you remember about Halloween? What was your favorite snack? Oh, my favorite snack. Um, I hope you guys can hear me not garbled because it's kind of rainy out here. It tends to get that way when you're off the grid, the internet. Um, anyway, and apologies for you guys if you can't hear me. But my favorite, oh my God, my mother did it every year, was the old-fashioned popcorn bowl. Oh my God, those are so exciting, guys. You know, just to smell them and to make them and eat them and oh. Yeah. Popcorn balls. I remember those from when I was young. We used to just couldn't because we had a couple older women in the neighborhood when I was little that made those, and it was a great treat. You know, they wrap them up in their little uh, brown wrapper or cellophane or whatever. I know. Yeah. Yep. Those were yep. the days, man. Those were the days when we could have the homemade stuff. Now, you know. You remember going out trick-or-treating and going out to, like, all times of the late night, going up, knocking on doors? I used to walk miles. Couldn't walk the snow, but I could walk miles. (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. You know, I mean, and yeah, we'd walk miles, too. And we we wouldn't get home till 10, 11 o'clock at night um, when we were kids. But there was always those special houses that had the the real candy bars, you know, not that cheap crap, but the real, you remember the real Hershey bars? Oh my God. Or, or the house that gave out, you know, uh, rolls of nickels. We had a house that did that. Yeah. It was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. So we would go back and then we'd try to disguise ourselves and go back again. But we swap costumes. Yeah. Rain man. Rain or shine. I think yeah. I actually went out and trick or treated till I was about 16 years old. I really did. I had a blast. I used to take the little kids and I used to go. Caramel apples, what Amy said in the chat room. Yeah, caramel apples. That was another that, one, right? Oh. And you remember coming home and counting all your candies and you give your mom and dad the crap and you give your crap to your mom and <laughs> the butter. You gave me some of that. I said, no, it's my friend. You gave me some of that. Oh, my God. It was a big fight. <laughs> my yeah. dad. Here you go, Dad. You can have the butter fingers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and my brother would have more than me or something, and we would be like, "That ain't right. That's a 
there. We need to make sure this is right, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. So our, but it was fun, dude. It was like that was that was part of it was getting the candy and dividing it out and checking it out and giving the nasty crap to mom and dad and you know and and remember people. Oh God, here's the losers. Here's the losers to Halloween when we would go out house to house. The ones that gave out fruit. Really. <laughs> people <laughs> keep your freaking fruit <laughs> well fruit roll-ups were good i remember getting those in the later years of my life but you know remember you'd, you'd knock on the door like you'd knock on the door and they'd open the door and you're all oh, who okay. knocked on the door you knocked on doors we didn't yeah. I was like you know, hit the doorbell 500 times, you know. Great. Oh, yeah, pencils. That was another good one, pencils. When they'd hand out pencils and with the erasers on them and stuff. Yeah, like, we needed those. Keep the frickin' pencils, people. I don't want frickin' I want the candy, Kay. I want the candy. That's what I came here for. Do I look like I need fruit? <laughs> no, you are a fruit. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when I think of Halloween... I think of spooky stories and sitting around campfires and telling spooky stories or going down our friends. We'd have like Halloween parties and we'd go downstairs, you know, the parents be upstairs and we'd be in the basement, you know, and everybody would shut the lights off and have the flashlights, you know, and we'd tell spooky stories. Well, I'm going to let you listen (laughs) to this amazing story and this is actually one of my favorite stories by Edgar Allan Poe. And it's called The Raven. So sit back and enjoy a hauntingly good story. The Raven. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, of a many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore. While I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books a cease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. That it is, and nothing more." Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. 
Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he. But with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore, Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marveled, this ungainly fowl, to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store. Caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster Followed just and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, Till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore Of never, nevermore. But the raven, still beguiling all my fancy into smiling, Straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to linking, Fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining, with the lamp-like gloating o'er, shall she press, ah, 
nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite in Nepenthe, from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind Nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet! said I, thing of evil prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Eden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting, get thee back into the tempest and the night's Plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door, take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. In other words, back to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed uh, that Edgar Allan Poe story. I know. Uh, as in my youth, I'm sure a lot of the young people today don't even really get to know a lot of the stories that are out there. But, man, Edgar Allan Poe, I can even say, and this is really going to make me sound really old, but I can even say that I used to sit around in the living room on Sundays listening to the radio stories that NPR used to put on. And this was one of them that I just absolutely loved. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Is that one of your favorite stories, uh, Christina? Uh, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You are so bad. <laughs> well, ravens, you know, ravens mm. are uh, pretty mystical creatures, and uh, you see a lot yeah, of uh, that stuff posted up and around yeah. Halloween especially, and it's absolutely one of my favorite totems for sure because they travel in between the veil. The veil. Yeah. What do you think about that? What What is your thoughts on uh, between here and there in the land of spirit? Um, I, yeah, you mean, what is the veil? <laughs> yeah, throwing yeah. you under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yes. all yeah. Hallow's Eve, all Hallow's Eve is coming up, right? Ah, absolutely. So, so do you think it's stronger on all Hallow's Eve than any other time? Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. You do that. I happen to know why. Because what happens is our, we're energetically, you know, putting out there this energy of spirits and goblins and, and things we want to see and things that go bump in the night and things that makes us, you know, scream or, or the fear factor again, as you might call it. And we kind of want that, you know, kind of, ooh, you know, exciting. And so we're putting that energy out there and energy is important. Energy is very, um, it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> and it, it, and it, it can actually, you know, bring in spirit, your energy. It's an electrical impulse, you know, and what are they attracted to? Electrical impulses. So everybody in the United States or in the world or everybody that's that's wanting Halloween, you know, and then is thinking about death and spirits and crypts and, and, and you know, devils and ghosts and oh, whatever all those things are, lions and bears. and Anyway, so sure enough, whoa, you get more you know, sightings and you see more and you hear more. And I truly believe that guys, because I have done investigations on, on Halloween. And I tell you, they're, they're a little bit, they really are a little bit more creepier on Halloween. We get more, um, we get more uh, video, uh, you know, um, uh, noises, sound. It's just crazy. I I never really thought about it in that way. I never really thought about that, but you're right. You're absolutely right. We're putting out more energy and they use energy to connect and contact. So that would make sense. Man, you're smart. You know that? Sometimes. (laughs) Well, okay. We're we're waffling in a little bit and out a little bit. So if you guys are having a problem hearing either of us, let me know so we can uh-huh. maybe do some corrections with that. Uh, hopefully it'll be okay. But you know how Skype is, and it's raining. I don't know about you, but it's like 31 degrees here. So I'm freezing my tush off in October here. Um, okay, so now I have a question for you. Um... Ten best horror movies of all time. Mm. What's your What's your most favorite horror? Your one favorite, the most top one. Let's see if you rank with the the voters over on Rolling Stone. Uh, I, I, I first, really quickly, I'm not a horror flick freak like Mary and you. Uh, because I, I, I gotta just tell you really quick why, just real quick, because I feel like it, it, it again. There's that energy thing, and we're allowing that energy in our home. But, <laughs> but, 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 there is one that I do like, and I don't know if it's considered a horror flick. It's kind of a lower end of a horror flick, but it was the original Carrie. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't see that on any of the lists, but that is a good one. That love, love, is a really good one. Yeah. See, and some of them that were on the list, I didn't actually, I would have expected on the list, 
were in the top like hundred, but not the top ten, which really surprised me. Uh-huh. Now my all time, I kind of have a cross between two. Okay, my all time favorite is Dracula with Winona Ryder. Um, it is the most accurate as far as the book, Bram Stoker's book, and I absolutely loved it. The other one was The Shining, (laughs) the original one, okay, with Jack. Because it's like, here's Johnny. Yeah, you know, that's kind of like spooky, 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 crazy. So, yeah. But the top ten horror movies of all time was pulled recently by the Rolling Stone magazine. And I was actually, they're good, but I was kind of surprised that some of the, like the one you mentioned, the one I mentioned wasn't on it. Okay, so number 10 in 1982 was Poltergeist. Yeah. So I, yeah, I guess back in 82, it was pretty cutting edge. So, you know, you got to think about that too. Then number nine was The Thing that came out in 1982. And actually I remember seeing that and that was pretty scary. Oh, that's yeah. That had Goldie Hawn's husband in it. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. Night of the living dead from 1968, the beginning of the, uh, zombie apocalypse (laughs) from 68 was in number eight, the haunting, the original one in 1963 was number seven. Now, the next one, and I remember, I don't know if you remember seeing this at the show. This one scared the, I mean, just scared the pants off me. Number six is Alien, the original one with Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, Mary loves those. She loves them all. Yeah, that alien popped out of that guy's chest, man. I thought I was going to dive under. (laughs) I was in high school and went to go see that, and I I was freaked out. Yeah, ew. This one, number Five, uh, America voted is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh hell no! That was <laughs> that one was pretty gross too. That one was out when there were still drive-ins. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that was no. really good. No. Um, number four, 1978. What do you think this one was? 1978. What do you think? Oh, that chick where her head spun around and shit. And she's no, kicking. no. She's no, oh, no. This no. is 78. This is Halloween. Oh, ew. <laughs> I like those. Yeah, and how many have there been with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers? I know, right? It was. Yeah. Uh, and you know what gets me really quick about those is that here's the chick, right? And she's like, Oh my God, he's coming at me. Here he comes. He has a knife. Should I run? Maybe I will stand here and let him slit my throat. Oh, okay. Here he comes. Ugh, my throat is slit. I am dead. Come on. <laughs> really, people? Yeah, but you know it's going to happen and you still scream and jump. So, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and if, oh, let me tell you, if they made love, you knew they were going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you could die. <laughs> yep, sleeping bags together, you knew they were gone, right? <laughs> okay, number three. Uh, the year I was born, Psycho, the original Psycho, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. And, uh, and see, and then number two yeah. from 1980 was The Shining, which was one of my favorites. Like I said, here's Johnny. And then the number one voted in from the latest Rolling Stone 
uh, poll, the 10 best horror movies, is, like you said, spinning her head and spinning green. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Exorcist. And I ew, 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 ew. <laughs> ew. I had to sleep with my brother-in-law for a week because of that stupid movie. Okay, that just didn't come out right. <laughs> My husband was um, working out of town, and I was not about to sleep alone after I saw that movie. And he made me watch it, so I said, "You're gonna sleep with me." <laughs> You're so sad. <laughs> you are right. so so sad. Oh, I know. Oh my God! All right. Well, you know, guys, if you're listening in, uh, we are going to play a little. Um, uh, we have a little bit of uh, what do you call it? Trivia for you guys and it's kind of going to be a truth or dare type trivia so we do have some really cool prizes this time uh christina you want to tell them what you're giving away and then i'll tell them what oh. i want oh. yeah, 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 yeah. hey <laughs> this is cool you guys gonna really want this so if, i think you have to call in i don't know if you have to yep. whatever it is Get 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 your phones because you're gonna want the one I'm giving away anyway. I'm gonna drop ship it to you straight from Amazon, but it's something I want, so I'll probably order two. But anyway, it is an animal totem um, calendar for 2017 with uh, day affirmations, and it also had all cool little reminder stickers that was with it. It's just really beautifully illustrated calendar for 2017 animal totems. <gasps> <sighs> Well, and I guess animal totems are a thing of a thing of the uh, theme today, which uh, we didn't talk before the show. But uh, I have a brand new coffee mug with my animal totems on them, and uh, my Mataki from my Mataki We Are All Related deck. And I will also throw in some of my Wolf and the Bear tea. So, woo, get your phones, guys. Uh, get uh, right. Shout out the phone number. Uh, yeah, I will do that. 516-531-9521. That's 516-531-9521. And uh, get in on that. We're going to have a little bit of fun here in a little bit. And in the meantime, we have a little song that Christina wanted to hear today. And uh, it's by Jerry Lee Lewis, and it's called Haunted House. But I want you to tell him a little bit about what it meant to you growing up. Oh, thank you. My father was a musician, um, and uh, he was a jack of all trades. But he's also an amazing musician. And so he always sings songs for us on the guitar. And one special song that he used to sing when I was a little girl, and not only Halloween, but I would always ask him to sing it, but especially on Halloween was, I would say, Daddy, Daddy, would you please play me the ha- the Haunted House song? And so my daddy would play the Haunted House song for me, and I know it. I could play it on the guitar as well. Um, this this is embedded in my DNA, so I love this song. It means a lot to me. So guys, listen to the words, because it really is a cute song. And, and just for the record, I'm not letting her sing it, because I just wouldn't do that to you guys. So ah, <laughs> A little, she, she might sing along with it though, who knows? A little Jerry Lee Lewis and Haunted House. I just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard. 
Lord, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing the chains right loud. I knew it done moved in a haunted house. Still, I made up my mind to stay. Nothing was gonna drive me away. But I seen something that gave me the creeps. It had one big eye and a two big feet. I stood right still and I did the creep. brought it up i'd never heard that one uh that's that's a great one man jerry lee lewis can he could throw it down that boy so yeah that was good i love it (laughs) all right well you know what let's do let's talk a little bit well you know with the holiday you know what that brings out that brings out people doing silly stuff and having fun and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and that brings out (laughs) one of the most scary wicked things if you don't know what you're doing about it is the Ouija board. <laughs> and you know, as I remember when I was a kid, do you remember some of the games we used to play? I remember a lot of games I used to play. Absolutely. Some we won't talk about. But clean. Yes, I... Yeah, let's keep it clean, Christy. We will. We definitely will. <laughs> but we used to play like red light 
I hope to see the ghost tonight. And uh, we, what was the name of the game where you laid somebody shift the board and laid them on the floor and everybody stood around and picked them up with two fingers? And what was the name of that game? I was drunk when I did that one, so I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. Well, on the Ouija board, you know, everybody pulled out the Ouija boards. Now, as a rule, I am not a huge fan of Ouija boards. Um, basically because the people that usually don't know what they're doing with them use them, and they don't know how to use them properly to call spirit. Your thoughts? Well, <laughs> we actually did this one Halloween when I was a teenager. We pulled out a uh, Ouija board, and we got into a little bit of trouble. Um, some weird stuff happened, so, you know, I we didn't know what we were doing. So who knows what the heck we opened up and what the neighbors got. Um Come to think about the neighbors moved about the next two or three days after that. Hmm, that could be why. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, we did. We had some serious things happen because of that weird little tryst with our Ouija board. So I don't mess with them. I still don't to this day, um, even though I wouldn't to use them. Um, but I don't want to use them. I choose not to. Um, you know, you're you're really opening yourself up to some pretty evil stuff and some some really scary things. And I I have seen with my own eyes, what Ouija boards can do, even as an adult, because I've investigated Ouija boards and, and things they've left behind. So I don't particularly care for them, and I wished the heck that they were all gone off the face of this earth. Well, and, you know, the thing is, people even can make their own. Uh, I was actually... They do. I was binge-watching on Netflix the other night because I couldn't sleep and my brain wouldn't shut off. And mm-hmm. I was watching the show Most Haunted, the one from Britain... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, what the heck? Let me think. Yvette is her name, I think it is. And they actually set up a Ouija board. And the reason I bring it up was, and I, they crack me up. I, this show absolutely cracks me up. They've caught some amazing stuff in England and the UK. I mean, you've got some really old, old stuff over there. Lots of stuff happened before they got over here, baby. Absolutely. And uh, it's kind of crazy, but. They made their own Ouija board, okay, which, you know, this is for show, but they've been doing this for like 16 seasons, so it's not like they're, you know, they know what they're novices doing. at this, and, you know, they say their protection, and they put stuff down that they believe will protect and stuff, but the thing that cracked me up was as they were doing it, and something came through, Yvette goes, it's him again. So what they wound up doing, I guess, and as they explained a few episodes prior, which I didn't see because I didn't watch that particular season, was they used a Ouija board, opened it up, and some whack job spirit came through, and they wound up, uh, it tagged them. Like it didn't, when they closed it, when they closed the portal, closed the session, it stayed and it tagged them. So every, like, time they go into a haunted place or they sit to do a seance or they open a Ouija board, they call him Jack. Okay, now the first thing that came to my mind was Jack the Ripper because it was just a sarcastic, smart-ass type spirit. It was lifting the table. It was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And I was like, wow, man, I don't think I'd be touching a Ouija board for a no. while. No. So 
I no. guess you know what what my, what my big thing and and Christine can have her thing. You know, she doesn't like them. I don't mind them. I'm not a fan of them. But please, if you're going to fool with them, they are not a party game. Know what you're doing with them before you fool with them. And when people are drinking and partying and having a good time, it's really not a good time to bring out Ouija boards. Just saying. Just saying. We had a – I I, I want to tell a little teeny script of what happened that night. We did ours, but – we were, I was with my cousins and we were all teenagers and, and I had an aunt that was murdered and we thought we knew who she, who murdered her, but you know, so we didn't wanted to, we wanted to ask the Ouija board where she was at because they never found her body, but they're almost sure she was murdered and they almost pretty sure they know who did it. Although he was never convicted of, of the murder. We, we all know he did it, but we asked where her body was and, and um, the Ouija board actually spelled out the feather river, the feather river. Um, and that is a river outside of Sacramento. And some other weird stuff happened, but put that aside. We don't care about that. But I'm going to tell you what happened. So a few years later, um, there was a flood or something that happened and um, washed up from the dirt, the sand of the Feather River. They found um, a, a bag, a like a canvas bag with her purse in it clothing and other personal effects uh, on the feather river uh, so they know that most likely she was thrown in that river and a big fish ate her or something they never did find her body to this day and this was in the 70s um but they found all her personal effects so you know come on yeah really really yeah. that the and, and us kids didn't pull that out of our butts you guys yeah so you know spirit yeah Please. well you know spirit does what spirit does and you know when when we connect if we listen to what they say and i'm not saying you know every ouija board event is going to be gospel but you know i remember when i was in high school we actually i did a psychology paper on the occult and that kind of stuff and we actually did like testing on a ouija board with different people and you know i mean it was like set up in a scientific setting type of a thing and uh, I was on the board uh, with a couple of my friends, and neither one of them spoke Polish. And she, one girl was Polish, but she didn't spoke Polish uh, free, you know, um, fluently at all. I mean, she didn't even understand it. But her grandmother and grandfather, that's what they spoke all the time, okay? Her grandfather had passed away. So mm-hmm. her grandmother came walking in the room, and mind you, her granddaughter, who was my friend, was not on the board at the time. It was me and another two other gals that were mm-hmm. on the board. And they sat down, and she asked in Polish a question. So the three of us had no clue what she was talking about. And I'll be darned if that board didn't spell out in Polish what she asked it. They wrote it down, and they what it was was she asked because her husband had died and they were looking for the stock certificates for Kodak um, that he had bought when Kodak first started out and they couldn't find them. And she needed the money. She needed the income, you know, and uh, he told her where they were in Polish or whoever was through that board. And she wrote it down and she went and they were there. 
And yep. I mean, I, to this day, I don't understand Polish. So that was that was kind of bizarre. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just never know. And in the right circumstances, like I said, you know, um, it's kind of interesting is what I guess I'll put it at. So Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I don't have anyone calling here today. I really, 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 really want to do this contest. So somebody... Please give us a shout or put their hands up if they're listening. Uh, Again, the guest call is 516-531-9521. I realize we don't normally take calls, but, man, this is going to be so fun. You guys really, 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 really want to play. I know I do. Christina doesn't even know what I'm doing. So, you know, I I don't don't want to have her have to play it. But, man, you know what? It's really a good contest. You guys got to try it a little bit. Imagine everybody listening to archives later going, dang, I wish I could have called in. Sorry, guys. All right, so we're going to take a quick little break here, and then we'll be right back. Uh, This is another original from our youthful days, and I'm sure all of you listening will remember this tune. It's the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the match They did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash They did the match It caught on in a flash They did the match They did the monster match The zombies were having fun The party had just begun The guests included Dracula and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. It's now the monster match. The monster match. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the match. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the match. It's now the monster match. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band, and my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what it said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. 
and do my graveyard smash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can monster mash. And you can connect with me and all that I do at www.christinanelsonmedium.com. You can also find me over on Facebook at Christina Nelson Life Coach or Paranormal Photo One. In the meantime, thank you for joining us here on A Different Point of View. And I hope you enjoy the show. This is a little harder, okay? 
Go You're ready? ready? Yep. <laughs> oh, come on, play. Shh. You get another another listen, it's, ready? Oh my god, okay. oh my god, oh my god. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Sully, where are no. you? What? Mulder, Mulder, would you be quiet? <laughs> Mulder. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is like so easy. I if you get this one wrong, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where are you? We got some work to do now. Okay. I don't know. It has to be a Scooby Dooby movie, but I don't watch those. Christine to do one here in a minute. So, okay, yeah. tell her what she won. You get your choice. We're going to give her a choice because okay. she was big enough. You can have the mug, this amazing mug, or you can have the calendar. Which one would you like? The calendar, because I already have the mug unless she did a new one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ruth, all I need you to do to, for the, to get your prize is yes. you do to go to Facebook. And message me, please, on Facebook with your name and address, and I will make sure that gets sent out to you. Okay. Thank you for playing. And thank thank you you for playing the Creepy Halloween Trivia. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Yay! (laughs) All right. I love you. We'll talk soon. (laughs) Okay. I'm putting. Oh, I'm sorry. I muted you. Go ahead. I'll just put myself back on listening. Okay, sounds good. Good girl. Right, that was fun. I had them all. I knew them all. I knew them all. You can't stump this girl. Oh, you don't think I can stump you? Oh, oh I bet no. I can. Oh, no. You, you I have, now you called down the bullet, right? I have Google Music right here. As soon as you play it, it's going to hear it and pick it up. Oh, oh, you're cheating. No, I won't. I will. I'll be good. Promise. You can't stump me. Okay, here we go. <gasps> Are you cheating? No, honestly, I'm not. Swear to you. All right. My dog, dogs, let me ask my dogs. Guys, am I cheating? Nope, they said no. So there you go. Was Mary in the other room and giving you the answers? Mary's at work. Okay, here we go. You ready? Let's see how good you are. Let's do it. Nope. <laughs> Ding. 
Want to hear it one more time? It's one of my favorite shows. Okay. One more time. No cheating. I ain't gonna cheat. I ain't gonna. They jump in time, isn't it? Time for no, it's not it. Two wrong answers. Jumped me. You did. I told you I would. This is my favorite, one of my favorite, favorite shows in the world. And I got my daughter hooked, and we used to watch it over and over and over again. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my God. That, that was yep. my days, man. I got party and ride my motorcycle. Angel and, um, Sarah Michelle Geller and uh, what's her name? Carpenter. Charisma Carpenter. Yeah, full yeah. of hot bodies all over that show. Yep, love that show. My favorite one was Colonoscopy. She was really cool. But go ahead. Yeah, she she was cool too. All right. So, oh, okay, you, you lost on that one. So let me try. I'm going to give you one more just because I'm going to try to be fair. <laughs> and if you win, I'll send you the mug. You're going to send it anyway. But and, no, and no cheating. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'll be okay. good. Here you I'll go. Okay. Monsters. Now, what is it? Monsters. The monster rat. That's monsters. Yep, you're right. I got it. Okay, now how about let's see if you can get this one. This one, this is a real oldie. Okay, ready? Hang on. Uh, dark Shadow? No, it's not Dark Shadow. Well, let's uh, do it one more time. One more time. Okay, 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 okay. God, I think I steal my mother's womb. Dracula movie with Bella Lugosi. Man, my mom wasn't even in my mo- grandma's womb yet. Oh, give me a break. It's like a classic. I told you I wasn't going to make it easy. Come on. That's not easy. That's hard. Tricker. I mean, my Google Music wouldn't even pick that one up. Come Trick on. Treat. Smell my feet. Give me something. It's something to good to eat. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, words about the Halloween stuff today. What do you got for us? 
For what? What'd you ask? I'm sorry. Words of wisdom for the for the closing of the show. Go make some popcorn balls, guys. Oh, tell them how. Give them the recipe. Give them. The- oh, you guys want the recipe? Guys, get ready. What? Do you all want this recipe? And we'll if you put, don't want it, I'm not. You put it up over on uh, Kitchen to Kitchen over on Facebook. Well, as well, it's Kitchen with the number two to Kitchen, Kitchen to Kitchen, and Christina and I put all kinds of stuff up there. All you the guys can do it up there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so guys, it takes. Uh, you're gonna put all this in a pan, but you're gonna uh, first. You're gonna get two cups of sugar and a cup of light corn syrup and a half a cup of butter and a quarter cup of water. And what you're going to do is salt that to taste, and then you're going to boil it. And I'll give you all the temperatures and stuff that you need to boil it to on Kitchen to Kitchen. And then you're going to use a teaspoon of vanilla extract and one teaspoon of distilled white vinegar, which is kind of important to put the vinegar. And then you're going to put uh, five popcorn in that. And then once that's all done, you get it all poured in a pot. You put butter all over your hands or, or margarine, and you mix it up because it's kind of hot. And you mix it up and you mix it up. And my mother used to throw candy and peanuts and walnuts and stuff in it, which even made it better. And you make these really cool balls and you put them in cellophane and you give them to the kids, the grandkids, or for Halloween. They're tasty and fun and it's so old school, guys. So pull out the old recipe. I'll, I'll put it up on, uh, on on Kitchen 2 Kitchen today. It's good to put popsicle sticks in them, too. Yes. That's a really cool way to do it. So, yeah, that's really good. Yum, yum. And also make sure you have your uh, nitro sitting next to you so that when your arteries hey. clog and the heart attack starts, can you've you got protection, right? All right, y'all. So until next time, uh, this bear is out. Yep, me too. Thanks, guys. Hey, this is Bear Medicine Walker, and I want to thank you for stopping in to our Halloween special here on A Different Point of View. And until next time, stay safe out there. It's alive, it's alive, it's alive!